0: I started this journey a few weeks ago, <laughs> this whole uh, venture into show business, and uh, what may be a very short career, maybe a long-term career, who knows at this point, point. and it's funny, because I'm making these rules up on the fly as I go, and I decided that this is going to be the, you know, the 10th the rule, uh, there's going to be 10 of them, maybe I'll do more talking about this later, but we'll get back to other episodes after I do these 10 rules. But anyway, I decided this is going to be the 10th rule. I haven't even recorded the 8th or the 9th rules yet. I don't know what those are going to be, but this one is a good one for the 10th rule. And Because um, you get to a point when you do something like this, it's challenging and it's demanding, and you really get to the point where you're just kind of like, ah, screw it. You know, just whatever. <laughs> screw it. Because like, when I came in here a couple weeks ago, I guess it's been, what, two and a half weeks now, pretty much the first thing they told me, like I, w- I was told this was going to be like a three month thing that I was doing. And they told me, all right, you got five days to impress us. Otherwise you're out Or we fired the last guy that was trying to do your job because he didn't do this and this right. So you got five days to prove that you can do a good or you're out of here. And me, you know, being a naive kid from Minnesota with a bunch of people who are involved in Hollywood in a certain way, I'm just kind of like, mm, mm, okay, I'll try my best. But anyway, obviously, you know, did well enough to you know, to have stuck around to this point, they haven't fired me yet. We'll see how much longer I last. But but anyway, so, like, the, the whole first week, that, you know, they told me, okay, we fired this guy because he didn't do, you know, X, Y, and Z correctly. He didn't do this the way we wanted. And see, the job that I'm doing, it's, it's a tricky role. You know, not only are we working in physically challenging conditions in an interesting environment, but, they, you know, it's like, a, it's like a translator and host role at the same time, which is two different personalities that, that just – Ultimately, they don't work that well. Like, the host role is, like, you have to be, you know, exciting and and interesting and fun. And a translator, you're just boring. You just translate what other people say. So it's, like, two different, two totally different, you know, personalities and mindsets that just don't work for me that well at the same time. But anyway, like I said, I'm still here. They haven't fired me yet. And so, like, week one, as I've talked about in the previous episodes I did about this, there's, there's, like, two different teams here. You know, we got, like, tried to... Trying to please everyone is impossible. And without being able to get too much into the details, let's say that we've got, you know, group A and group B, right? So, like, group A, let's call them the producer-director crew, and then group B is, like, the local crew, okay? So group A told me that we fired this guy who was previously hired to do your role because he didn't do this and this and this correctly. So I spent all of week one trying to do the exact opposite of what this other guy who got fired did, right? Trying to not do things that way, right? Did that. It impressed group A enough, the producers, directors enough, to want me to stay around. Group B, the locals absolutely hated the way I was doing the job. They did not like it at all. And I talked about them. They told it to my face. (laughs) So then week two, I went back and tried to please them a little bit more with the way I was doing it, which then, of course, didn't please the directors, group A, that much. So, like, it's this whole thing about you can't please everybody. I already talked about that in a previous episode. You cannot please everybody. You should try to please everybody, but you can't. Now... I've maintained a good personal relationships with everyone, I feel like I like everyone for the most part, I feel like they like me for the most part, the people we're working with directly, it's not like a personal issue, it's just more of like, oh, we want you to do the job this way, we want you to do the job this way, and you can't do it both ways because it's a clash, right? So anyway there comes a point with that where you're just like all right screw it i don't know what to do and you guys will find this in almost any job that you work any career that you have you know you're not going to be able to to please everybody your your boss is going to want this your other mid-level manager is going to want this and then the other team is going to want that it's part of life it's the nature of work right and um it was funny because i was sitting down (laughs) the other day and god what was happening see these producer directors you know, they're really nice, cool people, they're, you know, kind of fun to hang out with when the cameras are off. When the cameras turn on, they turn into a whole different animal, and it is go time, and they are just ruthless. They are just no patience, no nonsense. They will yell at you, get in, get over here, do this, don't do that, Talking on the Like a freaking drill sergeant, once the camera turns on, and I'm like, holy crap, okay, okay, okay. And um, I was having just like a chill conversation. With one of them the other day, guy who's got a lot of experience. He's in his fifties, you know, and he's kind of my main um, producer, cameraman that works with me uh, out here in the field. And we're sitting there having coffee, and he goes, "You know what, though? Sometimes at the end of the day, we just have to remind ourselves, screw it. It's just TV. It's not real. It's not real life. I mean, yeah, what we're what we're recording is like a documentary that is real, but it's still just TV. It's just a TV show." You know, and when he said that, it was kind of cool to me because I'm like, oh, okay, this is the first time I've seen you guys lighten up about your work. That's nice. Right. Because like the you know, the the whole time, (laughs) one of the things that I've struggled with in, in these last few weeks doing this is just like criticism from so many different angles. And just like every little thing, people are on your case. You know, the production team is on you about this. Oh well, okay. Well, hold on, you got to translate a little bit better than that. Oh well, you don't have to translate word for word. Oh well, wait a minute. No, actually, it's you got you got to add in a little bit of humor to it a little bit. Oh well, you, you got to make sure that you you know maintain a good relationship with. Group B, to call it that. Oh, but look, like, so you still got to be funny. That's not funny. Well, you said a funny line, but you didn't do it with a funny face. You got to put a little funnier face on. Is that your normal day-to-day speaking tone? No, that's not normal. No, you sound like too much of an interviewer. You got to be more friendly with Group B. Well, you can't be exactly their friends. They're not going to want you as your friends. But you can't be an interviewer. But you got to be funny at the same time. The subject is really serious, but you got to be funny. You got to lighten it up. You got to make it fun. And <laughs> and then, like, what else happened? Let's see this. It's like, is there a different moisturizer you could wear? Like, your your face, like, the, the the forehead's got a little bit too much, like, acne and wrinkle. Do you guys know anything about me in my personal life? Like, I'm a freaking, I'm a biohacker who, like, lives a, a, a natural lifestyle where I don't like to put a whole bunch of products on my body and stuff like that. What makes you think I got a moisturizer? I have never put on a moisturizer in my frickin' life, all right? And my face is doing just fine. Sure, I got a little leftover acne scars from when I was a teen, and maybe a wrinkle or two because I went out in the sun too long without sunscreen, but I need the vitamin D. I'm from Minnesota. It is what it is, all right? Anyway, all right. So now that I'm done venting about that, the thing about it is, like, you just... (sighs) There's so many little things criticizing here and there and blah, 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 blah. And it gets, you get to a point where you're just like, screw it. I was sitting there thinking about this yesterday. And, um, you know, like I said, anytime you're, anytime you're away from home for one, and anytime you're doing like a new adventure, there's a honeymoon phase. You know, the first week to 10 days will usually be like the honeymoon phase. We are like, Oh, I love this. This is cool. Now, in this case. It kind of was like that. It was also very challenging because I just jumped right into the work with basically no training. But either way, it was still like a honeymoon phase. Essentially, it was like the reality hadn't set in. And of course, there was a lot of pressure on because I had to perform well during the honeymoon phase just to be able to stick around, right? But anyway, it was still a bit of like a honeymoon phase in the sense of like, it didn't bother me being away from home, away from my family and friends for those first week to 10 days because I was just so immersed in everything that was happening and trying to do what I was trying to do. Now, finally, that a few weeks have passed, uh, I'm kind of like, okay, well, we got through that honeymoon phase mentally and I did well enough for better or for worse to stick around for probably probably at least like another month the whole project is still planning to go on for like two more months but like I said they seem to dump people left and right so who knows how long I'll last um and now that that honeymoon phase it's it's over it's kind of making me sit here and say like okay well yeah obviously I miss my family my home my friends a little bit um what about this life? Like, would I really want this life, for example? Like, let's say there's already been talk about, like, if this works well, there might be a season two and a season three. Do I want to be in season two or season three, depending on how much they pay me, depending on the conditions, depending, like, do I want that? Do I want this life? You know, because there's, there's a lot of challenges that come with it. And at the end of the day, like I said, there's, there's a lot of BS, just like there is in any other industry. You know, it's something that you guys are going to deal with in anything you do in life. Um, but yeah, I mean, these are the questions. Uh, and so I started just thinking about that a lot yesterday, but then I also just kind of came back to my colleague, you know, the, the main producer, uh, cameraman that works with me and he, and he's a really good guy. Like I said, when the camera turns on, sometimes he can, he turns into a, a drill sergeant, <laughs> do this, do this. But, um, you know, he's a really cool guy. And I guess, um, I just kind of last night I was sitting here reflecting on it and what he said. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? Screw it. It's just TV. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, But I think sometimes that's a good lesson for you guys to take in life, whatever you're doing. You know, anything that's not a life or death matter, just kind of look back every now and then and say, ah, screw it. It's not that big of a deal. Anyway, maybe I'll talk more about showbiz, quote unquote, in future episodes. We'll see. Anyway, I still got to do numbers eight and nine. I didn't make rules eight and nine yet. We'll we'll come up with that over the next few days and record them. All right. Talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace.